Hi, everybody. This is John Egan from New Life Worship, and you are listening to Worship Ministry Catalyst. It's time once again for the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast with your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a resource for all worship leaders and team members serving in the local church. Take a seat at the table and join the conversation as David, Kevin, and their guests discuss all things worship, from team dynamics to technology to song selection. Feel free to poke fun at David's hair, talk football, or bring up other topics that have nothing to do with worship. We want to add your voice to the conversation. Find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash WMCatalyst. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst. Or just head over to worshipministrycatalyst.com and drop a note in the comments section of any episode. And now, it's time for the show. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> trying to do something different. That was exciting. Than the always. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, what's up? Hey. Hey, everyone. Yeah, so uh, here we are. <laughs> Episode 159. 159, are you kidding me? Ministry Catalyst Podcast. Um, I was thinking uh, seven years. Is that how many years we've been doing this, David? 2008. So, yeah, May of 2008. So, seven years. Yeah, seven years, right? What? Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah, I, th- I can't. I think our actual first podcast was like August, maybe. Okay. We, I started the website in May and started okay. trying to get the ball rolling, get word out, and stuff like Con- that. The the conception of the idea yes. came. Yeah. All right. And we met earlier that year, like right around Christmas time. Yeah, I remember we we met at the yeah. Red Robin. Yeah. Um, over on uh, Mill Plain and One Sixty Fourth. We haven't been to Red Robin in a while. No. We should go back. To Red we Robin. should. Uh, Next uni- May, we should have like a, an eight-year <laughs> like an eight-year reunion party. at Red Robin. <laughs> we should sit at the exact same yeah, table. Yeah, said they've actually remodeled that Red yeah, Robin. So, that's so. Not yeah, they just keep on changing. The change, world is changing, change. That was what our last episode <laughs> was about. We should talk about change again. No, we, did you realize? I don't know if you noticed those two episodes in a row. We're on the we're on this episode talking about change. We're like. I think we talked about change recently, and it was the one exactly prior to it, and we just forgot. No way. Yes. <laughs> because when we recorded last time, we hadn't recorded yep. in like four months yep, or whatever. Yep, yep. So <laughs> so we didn't know what we had recently <laughs> <Yep>. talked about. <laughs> but the change yeah. that we talked about on the last episode, it was, yeah. it, it was, it was the change of, of, of church and, and hymnals, and, and you know uh, we were talking all about that kind of stuff. Yeah, so so I titled it "More Thoughts on Change," <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and and the audience will never yep. know. Except we just told them, so the oh, secret is out. We wah, ruined wah. it all. That's funny. But hey, guess what? Today, no, we've got chickens. Oh, you have chickens? Yeah. No way on your farm. We do have we have chickens now. Four chickens. Little chickies. Yep. So we've joined the we've joined the ranks of like the the awesome Chris Vache. Remember Chris Vache? That's right. He's got uh, he's got chickens. Yeah, uh, they call him the the Vache peeps. Oh, funny! Uh, you're you're um joining my sister in law, yeah. uh, who you know bought a farm a year and a half ago or whatever, and they, I mean, they got cows and lamb nice. and and goats and and all kinds of things. Chickens is all we got so far. Okay. There are, there are, there's cattle on the property, but they're not ours. Right. So, right. And we garden. We did a garden this year and canned a lot of stuff. Nice. Yeah, nice. So. Now the cows are, are those uh, neighbor cows or your grandfather's cows? Family, or yeah. fam- Okay. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have to take care or do anything with the cows? Nope. We, 
we pitch in when we when we can, but yeah, yeah. yeah so, but yeah, we got chickens now. That's awesome. That, yeah. Now, um, do, does your grandfather? Because your it's your grandfather's farm, right? Yeah, but did, he passed away last year. Oh, okay. Um, so who is taking care of the property? I mean, is it solely you guys, or is there other people who? No, it's family. Okay, yeah. still family run. Got it. Family, family organization. It's a yeah, family so deal. Well, we that that's. Do they have uh, eggs yet? Have you yep, gotten? Yep. Oh man! Well, somebody gave them to us. They were already laying. And so okay, farm was, yeah. fresh eggs, right? Farm, and they do taste better. They're different. Ooh, are they yeah. kind of like brownish and mm-hmm. different colors mm-hmm. and different sizes? Mm-hmm. That was the thing that fascinated me. Like you know, when I've gone over to my sister in law's farm. You know, I'm like, wow, like the eggs come in all different shapes and sizes. And, you know, you get them from the store and they all just like look perfectly mm-hmm. white. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess that's not really the way chickens lay yeah. eggs. They, I think they weed through them or, <laughs> or separate them or probably, I, yeah, whatever they do. Yeah. Um, but then we, we've had a couple of meals where like the whole meal is from our, wow. from our property. And it's like, look at you, you're like, cool. sus- like sustainable yeah, food, I man. Know. It's like, it's like, a, like it used to be Check like in the good out. old days, back in the good old days. Um, real quick before, before we jump into things, I have to say, you, you know what today is October 21st, 2015. Mm-hmm. It is officially the day back to the future yes. took place. Back to the future day. It is super exciting. From this point forward, all about is, is the all past. Is, in the past. is all in the past. It's all over. No, I've been waiting thirty years for this day. It means man. we're old now, right? I've been waiting thirty years for this day. Have you? Um. Well, yeah. The first time I saw the movie was not thirty years ago. I I, I probably saw it twenty years ago or something. Um. But I remember watching that movie, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is so exciting. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait mm-hmm. for this to happen. And of course, at the time, it felt like you know forever in the future. You know, it's like. Because, you know, the movie came out, or the first one at least, came out in 1985. So, you know, 2015 was like an eternity away. Right, yeah. But now here we are. Here we are. And it, and it the crazy happened. thing is, there's like some things in the movie that are for real, yeah. you know? Like video conferencing, mm-hmm. you know, that's for real. Um, missed out on the whole smartphone thing. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, they had like the giant TV screen, yeah. and then he like mm-hmm. faxed him the letter and said, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so that's a little off. Yeah. But but um, I mean you know some of the some of the stuff. I mean obviously the hoverboard is you know not the the, the instant pizza and the food hydrator you know, mm-hmm. um, but they do have like like food hydrator type things. They do have um uh video conferencing and mm-hmm. and there's a there's a quick scene where the sister uh she puts on her little um uh glasses uh to watch TV or to have a phone conversation or something. Remember Google Glass that came mm-hmm. out a couple years ago? and uh, never ended up taking off because I, I think everyone hated the idea. Um, I think it will. I think it was just too too, too soon. ahead of its time. Yeah. You think it was too soon? I think you think Google Glass few, is going to come back? I think a couple back? years, there somebody may not be. Probably Apple will do it, and, <laughs> right. and everyone and they'll will do a love better it. job of yeah. it, and everyone will love it. Um, yeah, I thought the concept of Google Glass was really cool. I See, mean, what, I never had I, one. The, the biggest thing, I, and they didn't do this, but I thought this would be awesome because everyone's got a phone almost. Yeah. And your phone, usually when you set up your phone, you put your name in your phone, at least on iPhones, you do that. So like my phone says David's phone. Mm-hmm. So like, I thought it would be cool if Google Glass, if they could recognize the phone of the person you're talking to and just flash their name up on your, Boom. up in your eye. And like, and then all of a sudden I don't have to feel bad for not being able to remember somebody's name. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, hey, hey, Kevin, hey, how you hey. doing? Hey, 
Yeah, because you yeah. totally forget my name, yeah. right? Yes, on a regular basis. On a regular basis. Anyway, but yeah, today's an exciting day. Uh, I'm having a movie marathon at my house. Are so uh, anyone who's listening, uh, it'll be far too late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but it's by the, all, Just like the movie, it's all in the past. It's all in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to... Um, but have you ever stopped to think about like if time travel was possible what somebody from a hundred years would experience if they came to today, like the crazy. kind of shock they would go through. No, I've thought about the kind of shock people would experience even 20 years ago. If they, you know, um, like I've thought about that before, like um, uh, electronic manufacturers, you know, like, uh, you know, or like a Steve Jobs or a Bill Gates or, or, or any, you know, any like phone company. If you would have like one of their engineers, like from 20 years ago, I mean, I'm not even talking like 100, I'm talking like 1995, you know, mm-hmm. if they were to travel to 2015, I mean, they'd be blown away, right? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, how is this possible? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, I, I, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, because a lot has happened. The Like, uh, what's that? Uh, Shawshank Redemption, where, oh. uh, was it Red? Or no, Brooks gets Brooks. out. And he, and he Institutionalized. The, letter, says, the world, world went and got itself in a big... Hurry, yeah, know, and so yeah, he was institutionalized. He got so comfortable there, yeah, uh, that that the outside world uh, moved ahead of him, and he he couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. He couldn't keep up. Poor Brooks. Yeah, Brooks was here. Anyway, but today is really exciting. Yeah. Uh, besides besides the fact that it's, it's Back to the Future oh, besides Day. Besides that, there's still more. There is more that. because today we have a great episode. Yes, in we store. do. Yeah. Um, and we have some special thanks to give out before because our our good friend, even though it sounds like when we call him, he doesn't want to admit to being our friend, <laughs> but our good friend Joe Brookhouse uh, recorded an interview for us. He is a, he is a good friend. Yes, he's he's a great guy. We do, me and him did that whole worship conference yeah, thing together. Yeah. Did the lightning interviews? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. So uh, we've got an interview. There's there's a ho- there's some news. I guess we'll just leave it at that. There's some news of something coming out, and actually. And and uh, in the spirit of the day, the news is in the past because of our <laughs> lack of getting it to you on time. It's true. So by the time yeah. you, when you hear Joe do the interview, you'll be <laughs> like, "Wait, October second was a long time ago." Yeah. It's like, when is that coming out? October second. Oh, that 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 was still in the future at that time. <laughs> but you know, we're that... we're past that. So, but if we would hop into yeah. Doc Brown's DeLorean, we could have. Yeah. But uh, I don't have a flux capacitor, so. Roads, where we're, where we're going, going, we, we don't, don't need, need roads. roads. <laughs> All right, without any further ado, here is Joe's interview with John Egan, New Life Worship. Hey, this is Joe Brookhouse for Worship Ministry Catalyst. Uh, today we're welcoming worship leader John Egan from New Life Worship to chat about uh, their latest album, and uh, worship leadership in general. So, sir, thank you for uh, taking uh, a few minutes out of your day to, to chat with us, and uh, glad to have you here. Thank you, Joe. Great to be here. So maybe to start out with, recognize the new album is called Soak, and there's perhaps a story behind the whole idea behind this album, and maybe you can just start out by sharing that with us. We are so big on our on our. our you know, our conviction for congregational worship, for corporate settings, for the, the we, W-E, of worship. Um, but we also 
I've been discovering the different, you know, there's another face, there's another, another form of being able to minister to people um, through music. And uh, corporate settings require a bringing of something, and then these moments of playing over you actually tell you, you could, you could stop, you could chill out. In fact, we're asking you to do that. We're asking you to just stop, and we're going to play over you. And the idea is with soak is that, I mean, it's kind of an old word that I grew up with, um, so I wanted to kind of resurrect it. But uh, the idea that um, as we uh, kind of saturate ourselves in something, that we change shape, you know, like a dry sponge, it's kind of saturated into somebody's that window. Right. Come on in. It. Hey, it's Pastor Brady. Is it? I'm on It's at this point of the interview when Pastor Brady Boyd, who's the senior pastor at New Life, wanders into the office with something resembling a Slurpee and uh, spends a couple minutes chatting casually with us. And uh, then we'll start right back up after um, he departs. So forgive the interruption. And it was nice to meet Brady Boyd. Thanks, Brady. That's right. Well, you were talking about sponge, the idea that, um, you know, a sponge changes so, shape. Yeah. With the hardness of a dry sponge, um, it can't really offer much, can it? Until it's saturated into something and it, should, it begins to take shape. So our hope was we wanted to develop a project. So years ago, I was saying that this, I was discovering some of this idea. So we started doing it live when we would lead worship. So, okay, let's take a few minutes now. I want you guys to stop. Don't, don't sing. Don't, don't clap. Don't, don't bring anything. Yeah. We're asking, I mean, we're asking you to stop bringing anything uh, we want to play over you essentially we want to pray over you but through music and because uh, we believe it's, it's such authority not just in a worship leader um and uh, not just in a preacher um but in these guys who play guitar and these guys who play a string instrument and these guys who play the keys and what they do they could bring their gift to the lord in such a way that it really can be used by god to kind of infiltrate a heart. And I'm telling you, the evil could leave these people. There is relief, just like we saw in the scriptures. So we've been doing that and testing it for a while now. It's been such a beautiful thing to experience for us. So we wanted to do a project with that. So it's an instrumental project. Yes, it's not, there's no lyrics, uh, there's no singing, um, but it's so important to me to discuss you know, dialogue about the vision of the project because it's so much more than going into the tracks and removing the vocals. Yeah. And, and we started from scratch. We started from zero and we had some songs of ours that we love that are special to our church and our community and have done, yeah, and have made some, um, you know, some held some ground in some other areas outside of our church and the Lord's done some tremendous things. So we're grateful. So we took those songs as a bit of a, just a, and jumping off of you know diving board of sorts and crafted music around around those songs, but from zero to what it is now, not from an old recording that hey, let's just get on the grid and probe tools and remove the vocals and we got ourselves and maybe slap some vision on it and we got ourselves a project that it wasn't that way. So it's really a significant idea for us, something that we have um, we've really celebrated in our community. So we wanted to see. Kind of see what we could do, but release a project. Yeah, I'll see what God wants to do with that. Exactly, it's His call. You know, I, when I heard about the idea that okay, it's going to be an instrumental album, the cynical side of me went exactly to where you were talking, which is yeah. okay. Just strip that out. 
And yeah. uh, it's a, it's a karaoke CD. Um, and it's, <laughs> and it's not. <clears throat> it's definitely not. Uh, and I, I use the term soak. I imagine the same way you do. There's certain songs that I call soaking songs where uh. your job is not to think about your performance. It's not your job to think about anything else. It's just to be present and don't worry about what words are because there aren't any words. It's, mm-hmm. you know, so when I was listening, I was listening to it this morning mm. and I queued up Overcome specifically because that's one of my favorite songs that you guys do. Thank you. And uh, it was remarkable. And I'm a guy with ADD. People who listen to my podcast are very aware of that. And it's very easy for me to get distracted and to get unsettled. And then I'm listening and I'm like, oh, man, this is nice. I mean, it's comfortable, but it's not it's not it's not apathetic, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Uh, completely. No, completely. I um, that's what we hope to accomplish when we set out for this thing. We wanted the Lord to breathe on every little note. And even though it was attached to a song like Overcome, we wanted those notes to feel brand new, feel fresh and um, um, and be and really wanted you. And it sounds like that you're catching that when you listen to it. But. We thought if the listener can go, okay, sometimes it's just, I mean, almost, I violently almost feel like just stop, just stop all the racing, stop all the yeah. striving, stop all the climbing, stop, 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 just stop, just, I mean, to be crass, just shut up, shut yeah. up, stop, and let some people, hopefully <laughs> with a pure heart, um, just minister to you. Just pray over you through music. Just play over you. Um, it's a hope, and we'll see. So um, tell me, what was the response of the label when you said, here's yeah. what we're thinking about doing? Uh, I the mean, first thing they said, I mean, we integrity is so great. They're so, yeah. you know, they're going to try to lean in as a gut reaction to something. But because it was different, you know, the wheels of the marketing you know, team got into like, well, maybe it's a free giveaway. You know, maybe it's a, mm-hmm. maybe it's just something you could kind of offer and uh, on the side. And um, so, cause you know, it's nothing really, we, we didn't really have something contracted, you know, in the, in the legal lines of like we'll develop right. a instrumental project eventually. Yeah. So it was just an idea that we had and, and I just told him, Hey, listen, we'll cover this thing somehow, some way we'll do it. We'll produce it. We're not looking to sell you the master. We're not looking to, we're just looking at, we just, can we partner together to, to see to it that this thing could be stewarded in some way that more ears have the chance to hear it. So they uh, had to sort it through a few things and they came back and after listening to it, they came back and just said, yeah, we, we really think we could do something with this. Um, so that was encouraging. That was kind of a nice little green light, little, yeah. you know, kind of a, stroke of affirmation from them just said we really love this and see like this could this could be something unique for people and so we have you know we basically are going digital only uh, with a real short run of physical we're not really going retail with this yeah um we didn't want to spend a lot of money on creating all this artwork and we wanted just to get it easily accessible to people digital you could download it and uh and start listening. Uh, we don't have a ton of, we've done albums with tons of assets that belong to it, like videos and song stories to put all oh, this yeah. stuff, asset after asset after asset. Like we almost kind of are sick of ourselves, you know, when we do these projects and, uh, I understand that this one, we just said nothing, nothing but the music and, um, no distraction, 
see see what the Lord wants to do. And we, yeah, sure, we're praying for a little bit of a tipping point thing. We're praying for people to for it to strike a nerve and go, wow, this is this is helpful to my walk. It's helpful in my devotional time with the Lord. Churches could uh, we 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 play it during our altar ministry time. The service ends. We always have a prayer team up there. If anyone needs anything, and we put it up in the house. We, and it's uh, it's real simple. It's it kind of always stays steady the entire you know, hour of the album, just it never is too high, never too low. It just kind of stays steady. Well, one of the apparent ministry points for me, you know, we do like a quarterly 24 hour prayer where we're yeah. praying as a congregation continuously. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, you know, this is, this is what I want to soak in when, when I'm connecting, you know, when I'm praying, when I'm talking to my Lord. Yeah. So, um, I, Anyway, so kudos to to Integrity, you know, shout out yeah, to the label there absolutely. for that, but also for you guys stepping out and, uh, in faith Thank you. with this as well. Now, the uh, producer on this is, I think I heard the name Jonathan Moose. Yes, um, okay. he is one of our musicians, and uh, he's recently just getting into engineering uh, and producing, and uh, we kind of... I've been dreaming about forming a makeshift studio of sorts, and we've kind of had a, had a mini one um, that was a, we were able to de- demo new songs and whatnot. But we were able to develop a little bit more of a substantial studio. It's not much space; it's just kind of like a large closet. Um, but uh, this was the first time that we were able. To, hey, we have some space. We can bring in some of the, our musicians. We could bring in some guys who play cello. Nice. And we yeah. could actually track. We could actually track these things, and uh, it's connected to our main auditorium. We could track things in our main auditorium. So it was kind of the uh, you know the flagship album for our newer type studio. But he uh, is new to it. Uh, but he plays multiple instruments, and um, he's a young guy. He's twenty five. He actually just got married two weeks ago. And um, in fact, he gets back from his honeymoon today. Um, but he did a really great job. He ran with it. I mean, he plays live with us, so he understands the vision of it. And we've talked in length about the vision of it. So he, got, he ran with it. The first, I remember you mentioned Overcome, but that was the first track that he did. Um, and I went over to the studio to check in and see how he was doing. He was just working on this little middle section where it was just piano, essentially just piano, just playing. And I, I teared up immediately, and I just... We all call him Moose. You know, said Moose. This is it. This is the vein. You just run with this vein. Um, and it really struck me. And it was a moment in the beginning of the process where I thought, oh, "This is this has got some." Uh, as we say, it's got some juice on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it's one of those things where when you're stripped of ambition and you're just focusing on something, and you don't know what God's going to do with it, it, there's a freedom. I think there you're not thinking about how many units am I going to sell of this. Right. I mean, if God wants to, great. Um, but uh, right. it seems like there's a freedom there. I'm yeah. sensing it from you at least. Yeah. When it comes to this, we kept it pretty low. Um, yeah, we didn't kind of take out the third, fourth mortgage, you know, to do the project. We, <laughs> we try to keep it simple um, and hope it would strike a nerve. But yeah, yeah, whatever it does, we're at peace. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Remind me when that's coming out again. I believe it's coming out October 2nd. Okay, uh, that's so next, on, next on Friday. ITunes. Yeah. I think I already announced that, but I just wanted yes. to make sure that people remember it's it's, it's on not, the 2nd. And, uh, you know, yes. it's it, this would be an album. It, uh, it may not be with the one you've been anticipating for the past three months, but this is probably one you should own. And, and I think 
for worship leaders and worship teams, especially as you're looking for refreshment, gosh, this is a great place to go. Yeah. You're not, you don't have to do anything. And, and John is telling you, please don't yeah. do anything. Shut up and mm-hmm. be ministered to. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you can say, shut up on this. If, not, I'll have to, if I have to bleep it, that, that'll make it sound like we said something worse. <laughs> yeah, don't, right? <laughs> don't bleep it. Well, great interview. Yeah. And we actually, we're splitting it up into two parts. Just tell you that right now. That's that's the first part of the interview. Yep. So to, so tune in. Yeah, yeah. So tune in next week, uh, and we'll we'll publish um, the second half of that interview that Joe did with uh, John. But I, I gotta say, just first and foremost, uh, I I personally have a ton of respect for John Egan. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him. Uh, I want to say seven or eight years ago for the first time uh, at a worship conference. Um, Ross Parsley. Uh, who it was at the time, I don't know if he still is, kind of the director of all musical things at New Life Worship, um, was speaking at a conference, and he brought John Egan with him. And at the time, John Egan was kind of the um, the guy in charge of like the um, like the edgy young adult uh, style of worship. So like Ross was like the guy for, you know, it'd be our equivalent of, of like, you know, Sunday morning, like normal, you know, mm-hmm. Sunday morning service. And John Egan was like for the youth or yeah. something, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, so that was the first time that I met uh, Ross and John. And I actually attended one of their workshops um, at the conference where they talked about just kind of the relationship between, um, you know, uh, generational relationships and how important it is for a guy like Ross to be able to collaborate with a guy like John and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's not a ton of, you know, it's not like Ross is like 85 and John was like 15. It wasn't like crazy. You know, I think there was like 20 years difference between the two. Um, But it made me think about my own interactions and my relationships um, that I have. I mean, even now, uh, I try to base some of uh, how I interact with um, like the youth on our worship team Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I try to make sure to base my interactions on some of the relationship that I saw modeled with Ross and John and just the way that they got along, the way that they collaborated, the, the way that, you know, John wasn't, uh, just some, you know, punk kid and Ross was not some like, you know, big, you know, know-it-all guy who, you know, you, you couldn't touch with a 10 foot pole. Like mm-hmm. they were both real humble people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I've tried to do that, uh, myself. But it's the album was an interesting idea. Right. Um, and in fact, you know, while we were listening to it, you mentioned Bethel's album without words. Right. And, um, that's an album that I actually use for my prayer time because it's, I get easily distracted. Like Joe talked about, like, it's easy to get distracted and just having yeah. something that kind of keeps the distractions away, like a really, a really, a really well done instrumental. Yeah. And like there are other instrumental albums that aren't done by Christians and stuff and they can, they can do the same thing, but if you know, it just feels like there's, 
It's hard to explain. It feels no, like I, there's just more God in the in the. Uh, I, I've used that. Music. I've used that without word CD mm-hmm. uh, myself. I got on my iTunes and um, I, I I use it a lot when I'm reading my Bible. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing I like, you know, I haven't heard um, the this new life worship, um, you know, soak. I haven't heard the album yet, um, but. Uh, what I appreciate about without words, and it sounds to me like the uh, the Soak album is similar, is is that they're taking the song and like he was saying, they're not just muting the the vocal track. Um, they're taking the song, they're reimagining it, and Bethel did a fantastic job of taking songs that um, that I know, songs that I've heard, but they don't even sound necessarily mm-hmm. the same. And so I can have it on while I'm reading my Bible, while I'm praying, whatever. Um, and I can have it on and not necessarily be distracted because I'm like singing it in my head. Like mm-hmm. it just sounds like a fresh new take mm-hmm. on it. And I love the idea of having, of having, and like, like Joe said, not karaoke, but intentional instrumental yeah. music, you know, uh, to play, to play. I think it does a great job setting the atmosphere before a service. We've done that a few times. Um, and, you know, even just, you know, during the greeting time or, you know, when you're kind of turning corners in the service or, you know, you know, I, I love the idea. I think it might be risky for some churches, but just playing an instrumental song, you know, having, having your band play an instrumental, an instrumental song, yeah. you know, that doesn't happen anymore. And you, if you think about it, it used to happen all the time, you know, way back in the old school with offertories, you right. know, and stuff like that. There was, there were, there were times of reflection there were times of just listening not always you know not always pouring i liked where i liked where he was talking about just shut up you know yeah don't talk so much don't always be spewing stop and listen and receive Mm. you know and uh, how how much time do we do that anymore with our smartphones with our with our back to the future 2015 (laughs) mentality you know um i don't think we do that nearly as much as we used to yeah no, great, yeah, great uh, interview. Thank you, Joe, uh, for for recording that interview with John. Uh, thank you, John, for the work that you do yeah. at New Life Worship. Uh, thank you, John and Ross, for the relationship that you two uh, have. And and um, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, that album. Uh, definitely one that I'm gonna go check out. And uh, uh, and it. it it is currently released. Yeah, you can get it. That's the now. cool thing. You don't have to yeah, wait. You, don't, you 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 would have been disappointed because it's like it's not here yet. It's not here yet. But it is. But it is. This is now. Boom. Yeah. It's happening now. So, so now you can go get the go album. get it. Go get it. Yeah. And and, and I uh, I'm I'm excited. I yeah. really think it's gonna be uh, like you said and I said that you know that Bethel without words, um, which is just a wonderful and I, I love how they said it. Um, you know, Joe was saying. Hey, this is a CD you don't have to do anything with. You don't have to like try to, uh, you know, you don't have to try to, you know, pull uh, um, songs off of it or, or you know, what's the latest great. Like this is a CD you can just use to rest, mm-hmm. to soak, to relax, to yeah. reflect. So soak. Do it. Soak it up. Soak it in. Let it change you. That's all the time we have for episode 159 of the Worship Mystery Catalyst podcast. Make sure you tune in next time to hear the second part of the interview with John Egan and Joe Brookhouse, where they talk a lot about uh, worship ministry and and how to uh, some of the how tos of that 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 they've learned over the years. You're not going to want to miss that, I promise. So make sure you check that out next time. For now, you can find us online www.worshipministrycatalyst.com, facebook.com/worshipministrycatalyst, twitter.com/wmcatalyst. 
And you can leave us, uh, send us email at David at WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. Or Kevin at WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. And leave a, I think I'm just going to drop the voicemail thing because nobody ever does it. No one ever <laughs> <laughs> You were getting ready to say and you're like, ah, yeah. forget it. That's too much work now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, get in touch with us online and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst. <laughs>